Welcome to MLB Extras, the Los Angeles Angels edition. Hello, everybody. I'm Allison Footer, and I'm here with Rhett Bollinger to continue previewing spring training as uh, as the big day nears when pitchers and catchers report to spring training, which is always fun for everybody. Um, and Rhett, we have some things to talk about because they signed a closer, Cody Allen, um, pretty big name, uh, a good name. I mean, obviously didn't have a great year in 2018, so he only signed a one-year deal, but this does solidify um, a big opening in the back end of that bullpen. So what did you think when you heard about the signing? Well, to me, it made a lot of sense. You know, so this is a guy that has a lot of closing experience. You know, he's been a, you know the Indians' closer since 2014, uh, averaged about 29 saves per year over that span since last year. Um, his career ERA is below three. He's only had, you know, one year in his entire career where his ERA was above three, and that was last year. Um, last year had a down year for, you know, for him. His ERA was around 4.70, uh, but still has a lot of strikeouts. He'll strike out 80 guys in 67 innings. But the big thing was the home runs. You know, he gave eight or 11 home runs last year. Heard his ERA. Um, so I, his velocity's kind of declined a little bit over the years. So I think for him now, he still has the, you know, a, a good fastball and a, and a great curveball. He's just going to be kind of mixing those better and locating those better so that he can, uh, you know, the home runs and, and some of those big innings. That, you know, I think last year too. He, you know, blew a career high saves and in five saves, blew five of those. So kind of a down year for him. But, you know, with relievers, it's, it's always hard to know. Sometimes they have a year like that. Next thing you know, next year they come back and, uh, you know, they have a great season. And like I said, one thing if the strikeout rate was declining or the walk rate was really ballooning, really it was just the home runs. And I think if you can locate better. Um, and, you know, Angel Stadium is a big park too. So that could help to his advantage. They have a pretty good defense behind him, uh, at least better than the Indians won last year. So, uh, I'll count on a little bit of a bounce back from him. And if anything, he's just a guy that has a lot of experience. They needed that. You know, they talked about how there's a chance they could kind of do closer by committee. We've talked about that before. Sometimes that can be a little bit tough in terms of knowing their roles and kind of what to expect. In this case, we know going into the year, Cody Allen's the closer. Behind that, they've got some intriguing arms that they like. Uh, but they don't have to worry about those guys kind of coming into those closing roles and the really high stuff uh, the way they will with a guy like Allen, who has done it for years, has playoff experience. So like I said, Coming off a down year, so you know it could be it could continue, but uh, for a one year deal, it seemed like it made a lot of sense. It wasn't too much of a gamble, in, in my opinion. Yeah, I remember last year covering the Indians when they came to Houston and Cody Allen had had uh, one of his sort of shakier. Um, I mean, he got through it, he got the outs, but it was uh, it wasn't smooth. And he and, and I think this was like maybe May when they were in town, and he said, you know, I feel like I'm almost right there. Like I feel like I'm getting into that groove. Uh, and working some things out. And it seems like the angels feel like they might have uh, maybe detected something or in conversations with him felt like there's, there are a few mechanical things that they can tweak a little bit that might fix some of the things that were wrong with him. So, um, I mean, it sounds like it's a pretty decent partnership in that and Cody Allen might be, uh, you know, maybe some fresh voices might be what he needs and this could be a pretty decent year for him. Yeah, exactly. Like you said the big thing is they kind of feel like watching the tape um, and talking to him, too, is they felt like there's kind of a timing issue in the way that, you know, his delivery and everything. And they feel like that timing, at least what they, you know, what uh, Billy Apple said was that that timing issue can not only affect your velocity, but your location as well. So I think if they can kind of get his mechanics back in order, I mean, truthfully, all of his good years did come when Mickey Callaway was, you know, the pitching coach there. In Cleveland, and we know last year he went to the Mets and he wasn't there anymore. So you never know if that's part of it. So you're right. I think some fresh voices kind of showing him, hey, this is what we think you know you were doing. If he can fix that, with like I said, he's a veteran. He's, he's if you know, it's career. He's had a very good career. 
Um, you know, I think he can figure it out. It's not like he's too old. He's only 30 years old. Um, so I think, right, I think if they can get some fresh voices, get him to kind of buy in, um, you know, this is a, a guy that I think can, can really help this team. But I, I think it's kind of interesting. It's kind of like, you know, the Harvey and the Kale signings. It's still a little bit of an if, you know, you're not, not a guarantee this guy's going to have a really good year. Uh, that's the reason why they got a one-year deal. So there are some gambles in terms of the fact that you never really know. But, I mean, even last year, it wasn't like he was horrific. He just had, you know, a down year. So I, I do think that um, it made a lot of sense for this team. They really needed a, a veteran closer. And I think that getting him for only one year uh, definitely made some sense. Yeah, and I think that if he just starts off strong in April and May, I think that he will go, uh, you know, that'll kind of set the stage for him to have <clears throat> a good full season. I mean, sometimes it's just, you know, what, what's happening to them early on that really affects them later on. But um, let's let's look at the rotation. You brought up a couple of names that we should probably see in this rotation, MLB.com. Uh, reporters, they recently submitted their rotations if the season started today which we know it's not. Um, and so for the Angels, I mean, obviously, you know, Skaggs, Heaney, Harvey, Cahill, Berea. I mean, these are names that we uh, that we know. Um, and like we've always said, very promising if everybody stays healthy. What do you think when you look at this rotation? Like you said, the big thing is going to be health. You know, uh, really those front four guys have all had health concerns over the years. Um, you know, I think the guy with the most talent there is Skaggs. I think that if he puts it all together, um, he could have a big year. We know last year in the first half, um, he pitched like an ace, you know, had an ERA in the twos, the high strikeout rate, lowered his walk rate, really kind of utilized that change up a little better in that curveball. Um, uh, so, but, you know, second half, he had a, you know, a rough second half and was injured as well. So the big key for him continuing to kind of, you know, stay flexible and stay healthy. Um, and we've seen the same problem, you know, Haney, he had the, you know, the Tommy John a few years ago. So that's always tough to come back from, but I think he's more removed from that. So I think you can count on a better year from him as well. And then, We've talked enough about Harvey and Cahill as the new additions. You know, Harvey pitched better with the Reds. ERA was still in the fours. It wasn't like he got back to his old self, but same thing. Sometimes the further you are away from a surgery that you had, and he had the scapula one, he had the you know thoracic outlet, he had Tommy John. Sometimes the farther away you get from those operations, the more you can kind of get back to your old self. And, you know, as like I said, new voices could help him. The fact that he enjoys the training staff that, uh, you know, that even his, his agent, Scott Boris, has. And, their you know, their facilities are right by Angel Stadium down there, uh, Newport area, so not too far away. So that really helped. And, and Berea had a great rookie year. It's always hard for uh, a rookie to, to kind of put up those same numbers again because, you know, the league adjusts you and all that. But sometimes you can carry it over and continue. And I think some of those peripheral stats show that it, it wasn't fluky. Um, and, and Kale had a great year with the A's. But, you know, same thing, not a guy that really hasn't gone 200 innings, you know, in recent years. So, they're going to have to have, kind of pick up some slack here and there, and we'll see if some of their top prospects, a guy like Griffin Canning, can uh, enter that mix at some point. Uh, they have some other depth. You know, Nick Tropiano's had some starting success as well. He'll be in the mix. They traded for Dylan Peters. Um, so there is actually, you know, J.C. Ramirez will come back from Tommy John at some point in June. Um, they're obviously going to miss, you know, Shoy Otani a lot. Last year, he, you know, was a great pitcher for them uh, on those Sundays when he started. So, there at least is some depth now, you know, I think that's kind of the key is just because we know the odds of, you know, the top four guys or any of those five guys, you know, all of them going close to 200 innings. If they all go close to 200 innings, they're probably going to be close to a playoff team, if not a playoff team. But the likeliness of that with given their injury history is probably not too likely. That's why at least it's nice to have 
a little bit more depth than in recent years to fill in those gaps just because it does seem like this injury prone, this, this rotation can be a little bit injury prone. Uh, so staying healthy is going to be a big, big key for them in 2019. The rumor mill keeps churning. Of course, we do get log on to MLB.com every day to check out the latest rumors and, uh, you know, just what's going on, the free agent signings and maybe something going on the trade front. Of course, things are pretty quiet while we're waiting for Bryce Harper and Manny Machado to sign. Uh, but MLB Network insider John Heyman recently threw the Angels into the mix as possibly being interested in infielder Josh Harrison. Um, there are five teams, Dodgers, Giants, Angels, Phillies, and Rays that um, Heyman alluded to. Um, it sounds maybe like the Angels have um, stopped spending, maybe closed up shop. But you know, w- w- would there be some interest in, in him? And, and where does this infield uh, shake out in general just as they head into spring training? Yeah, it could make some sense just because he's a veteran guy that can play a lot of infield positions. But last year, he was coming off of a down year with, with the Pirates. Uh, didn't really hit for much power at all, but, you know, can still hit for some average. But uh, versatility is definitely the big thing with him. Um, but he was an all-star in 2017, so it's not too far removed from a decent season. Um, but like you said, you know, talking to Billy Epler this week, he said that they kind of had to stretch a little bit to sign Cody Allen. He had to get approval from ownership to sign him. So you wonder how much more they're going to add. But at the same time, Josh Harrison coming off that year, you got to figure if he's going to get a one-year deal, it's going to be, you know, only for a couple million at the most. So they could probably stretch to fit him, but it's just a matter of, is he going to be better than the options they already have? Um, we, we know, obviously, that Simmons is locked in at short. We know first base is going to be Justin Bohr and you know Albert Pujols at that position. Second and third is a little bit more up in the air. We know that Zach Kozar's going to have one of those spots. Um, I, I think David Fletcher is kind of the, the favorite to win that second base job going into camp. But they also have Taylor Ward in that mix and uh, Luis uh, Renicfero, the the prospect, who's going to try to compete for the second base job. So it kind of depends on where they want to play. Uh, Cozart there, kind of depending on who wins those jobs. So they, they at least like their their depth in there. Like I said, we talked about Tom and Stella as a bench guy too, with some on base stuff, which is something they really wanted, kind of an on base uh, a guy. So could it, could he fit there? Yeah, just because of versatility, he could move around the infield with Cozart and all that. But at the same time. Um, I think if he's coming off a better year, it would make more sense. I just don't know if it would really be an upgrade or not, other than the fact that he's a veteran um, and could be a good guy for the clubhouse as well. But um, And they do have an open spot on the 40-man uh, now that they designated uh, Parker Bridwell for assignment again. Um, so And he was claimed by the, by the A's. So um, there is an open roster spot, so you can't fully rule it out. But to me, I think it would be a little bit of a surprise just because I don't think he would really add too much more than what they already have uh, uh, to this roster. And every week we want to kind of spotlight a, a player that might be a player to watch as we head into spring training. I want to talk to you about Cole Calhoun a little bit, of course, a a, um, a guy that Angels fans are very familiar with. But he's might maybe looking to have a little bit of a bounce back year. What should we uh, be looking for with Cole Calhoun? Yeah, last year had a very interesting year. I, I think Angels fans are very aware of his uh, his first half was not very pretty. Uh, hit only 187 in the first half. Uh, just in a, you know, didn't hit very many home runs. I think it took him until like May to hit his second home run or June. It, it was, I remember just kind of seeing his stats from afar that uh, had a really rough start to the year and his overall numbers at the end of the year were, uh, truthfully not, uh, not too pretty, but had a better second half, you know, his OPS is around 750 in the second half with a little bit more power. Um, they could at least stomach that. Uh, I think that he should have a bounce back year. I think that they're hoping that, he could even potentially even serve as as, as a leadoff hitter. Um, they're kind of figuring out the lineup right now. They know Mike Trout's going to hit second. Otherwise, at leadoff, they can kind of you know Cozart's an option there. Cozart last year 
uh, led off to start off the year before his shoulder injury. Uh, but Calhoun last year, because he did do so much better in the second half, uh, did serve as leadoff hitter kind of uh, down the stretch there. Um, you know, in July and in August, he was a much better hitter. I think in July he hit over 320. In August, it was almost 280. So much better numbers in July and August and kind of down the stretch there. So uh, I think that we'll kind of see. I mean, there was a chance he could be traded this offseason. He was talked about as a candidate because um, he was owed $10 million this year. Uh, ultimately, he has not been traded. You can't say that it won't happen, but at this point, it seems a little bit more unlikely. Um, at the time, it was kind of talked about how they could trade him to kind of clear some salary uh, for a pitcher. At this point, they've already signed a few pitchers, so I don't know if it's as much of a need to, to clear the salary. But at the same time, they talked about how they had to stretch the salary a little bit to sign Allen. So unless you really want to get somebody, maybe he could be moved. But like I said, coming off that that down year, getting much of a return would be kind of tough. Um, but, you know, he's been a durable player throughout his career. And I, I think that, you know, the guy that obviously gets along really well with Mike Trout, they're very close. Um, so, I, you know, if he can hit like he did in the second half, it would go a lot a long way toward kind of solidifying this lineup because he can kind of hit in multiple spots, including leadoff. Uh, but it's just hard to really know what to expect because that last year, that first half, uh, was so rough. Yeah, no doubt. Well, the Angels are going to be interesting this year, if nothing else. So, Rhett, thank you so much. Thanks to everybody for listening to MLB Extras, the Los Angeles Angels edition. We'll talk to you next week.